0: Being an actor is all about reinventing yourself to embody a character and performance. Some actors take that a little more seriously than others and leave themselves completely behind on principle when stepping out before the cameras. I'm Will for What Culture, and here are 10 actors who refused to play themselves on screen. 10. 10. Kate Blanchett, Ocean's 8. One of the few truly memorable things about Ocean's 12 is the gleefully self-indulgent scene where Julia Roberts briefly plays herself. But Ocean's 8's co-writer and director Gary Ross couldn't quite get away with the same gimmick for one member of his cast. Back when Kate Blanchett was in talks to play Debbie Ocean's partner in crime, Lou Miller, the character was actually called Kate in the script, as Ross and co-writer Olivia Milch had written the part with Blanchett in mind. But as Ross himself explained the actor wasn't particularly keen to play what audiences would interpret to be a fictionalized version of herself and asked Ross to change the name. Given that Blanchett is an acting chameleon, I mean hell she played Bob Dylan and got an Oscar nomination for it, it is fair to assume she keeps a clear distance between herself and the parts she plays. 9. Bradley Cooper, A Star Is Born When Bradley Cooper cast himself as Jackson Maine, the hard-drinking musician at the core of his self-directed A Star Is Born remake, it would have been incredibly easy for him to basically just play an extension of himself. Bradley Cooper, the handsome, charming music star. And though Cooper hardly gave himself a drastic makeover to play the character, he nevertheless took subtle steps to ensure he wasn't merely playing a familiar riff on his public persona. And so, in addition to growing out his hair and beard, he had the film's makeup artist give him spray tans, worked with a vocal coach to convince as a singer, and even lowered the pitch of his speaking voice. Cumulatively, these flourishes ensure that we're not simply watching Cooper singing, but actively transforming himself, which in turn resulted in a well-earned Best Actor Oscar nomination. 8. Ryan Gosling. The Lovely Bones. Unlike every other actor on this list, Ryan Gosling didn't actually get to play the role he was cast in, with his desperation to create a character detached from himself, ultimately resulting in him being fired from the production. Gosling was originally cast as Jack Salmon in Peter Jackson's 2007 supernatural thriller The Lovely Bones, though the actor himself harboured concerns that, at just 26 years of age, he simply wouldn't be believable as the father of a 13-year-old girl. And so, without consulting Jackson, Gosling decided to gain 60 pounds by drinking melted Haagen-Dazs ice cream whenever he got thirsty, all in an attempt to look more rugged. But when he arrived to set in this state, Jackson was allegedly less than pleased and dismissed the actor, replacing him with the more age-appropriate Mark Wahlberg. You can certainly appreciate why Gosling felt the desire to transform himself and get away from his hunky heartthrob appearance, though doing it so without running it by the director clearly wasn't the smartest course of action. Seven. Benicio Del Toro, The Usual Suspects. Bradley Cooper isn't the only one who's altered their voice to get more into character. Another great example is Benicio Del Toro's unforgettable performance as criminal Fred Fenster in The Usual Suspects. Fenster's defining characteristic is undeniably his scarcely comprehensible accent, which baffled both the movie's characters and audiences alike. Though director Brian Singer's assumption was that Del Toro would simply speak in his normal Puerto Rican accent, the actor begged Singer to do something different with the role, in turn elevating a character who might have otherwise been pretty forgettable into something we all remember. Del Toro later said that the particular accent was an attempt to sound like a black Chinese Puerto Rican Jew, and if nothing else, it helped him avoid being typecast as a stereotypical criminal just as his career was beginning to take flight. 6. Mike Myers, Shrek Much of the Shrek franchise's success can be pinned on Mike Myers' terrific vocal performance as the titular ogre, affecting a lyrical Scottish twang which distinguishes him from every other animated hero in Hollywood. But Myers only stepped into the role after the death of Chris Farley, who had recorded most, but not all of the necessary dialogue prior to his passing. After completing his initial voice sessions in his native Canadian accent, Myers felt that it didn't really suit the character and begged producer Jeffrey Katzenberg to let him re-record his dialogue in a Scottish accent instead. Katzenberg wasn't too pleased about the change, given that roughly one third of the film had already been animated, but he ultimately agreed, causing an extra $4 million in costs as the existing mouth movements were reanimated to fit the new accent. The rest, as they say, is history, cementing Shrek as an instantly iconic character discernible by his singular vocal register alone. 5. Tilda Swinton, Suspiria. Tilda Swinton is an actress who lives and dies by transformation. No two of her characters ever really look the same, and she clearly relishes in the opportunity acting affords her to slink into somebody else's skin. Swinton took this to unprecedented extremes in the Suspiria remake, where, in addition to playing the recognizably Swinton-esque choreographer, Madame Blank, she also appeared prominently as a male psychotherapist, Dr. Klemperer. Swinton went under extensive makeup to become the elderly Klemperer, which proved convincing enough that even some of her castmates didn't know it was her at first. But Swinton, who has a history of playing androgynous off-kilter characters, ultimately wanted to take the transformation a step further for no one's sake but her own, and so she asked the makeup department to build her a prosthetic penis, which she wore while shooting as the character. Hell, she even set up a fake IMDb profile for Lutz Ebsedorf, the fictional actor who was supposedly playing Klemperer, and refused to even admit she played the part until Suspiria had completed its run on the festival circuit. Now that is commitment. 4. Robert Downey Jr. Doolittle. When it was announced that Robert Downey Jr. was both producing and starring in a new Dr. Doolittle movie, speculation ran rampant over how exactly Downey would approach the material and the character. Most of us reckoned we'd basically end up with a Tony Stark-esque quip-filled rendition of Doolittle, given that Tony Stark doesn't seem much divorced from the actor's real personality, perhaps even rocking an American accent, like in the 1998 film. But it soon emerged that Downey was in fact opting for a more faithful adaptation of Hugh Lofting's 1922 novel. Yet rather than simply play Doolittle with a broad English accent, he decided to get a little more adventurous. Miles away from his natural American accent, Downey fancied Doolittle as a Welshman, and so committed to a musical mumbly Welsh twang for the parts. Both the film and the performance were ridiculed, the latter especially by the Welsh. For, while the actor had flung himself miles away from his popular persona, the end result was deeply irritating, if not totally incomprehensible. Honestly, Iron Man as dr Doolittle probably would have been a lot better three benedict cumberbatch absolutely fabulous the movie In this entry, we're taking the title a little more literally, as Benedict Cumberbatch genuinely turned down an offer to play himself in 2016's absolutely fabulous The Movie. The big screen continuation of the TV show was jam-packed with cameos, including the likes of John Hamm, Joan Collins, Graham Norton, Dawn French, and Cara Delevingne, to name just a few. The production was also hoping to rope Cumberbatch in for a quick appearance as himself, but as star Joanna Lumley confirmed on the eve of the film's release, he ultimately rejected the offer due to his ever-busy schedule. However, as hilarious as a Cumberbatch cameo would have been, a consolation prize was nevertheless on offer. The actor's mother, veteran actress Wanda Ventham, did herself make a small cameo appearance in the film. 2. Robert Pattinson Robert Pattinson has proven himself a terrifically dynamic actor in recent years, but what you may not have noticed is his aversion to using one particular aspect of himself in his performances. The London-born Pattinson generally shies away from using his regular English accent in movies, stating that he feels like a fraud whenever he uses his own accent for a role, even referring to it as playing himself. And so for his recent turn as Neil in Christopher Nolan's Tenets, Pattinson ditched not only his typical accents, but also his usual mannerisms, basing them all instead on late intellectual Christopher Hitchens. You needn't hear much of Hitchens' own voice to see where Pattinson is coming from, and the actor in fact imparted so much of the man's vocals and physicality into the role that he actually forgot about it by the end of shooting, saying... I was so obsessed with watching Christopher Hitchens' debates. You know, Christopher Hitchens, a lot of my character stuff, I was trying to do a Chris Hitchens impersonation, and I completely forgot that I was doing it until I saw my notes. Once again, that is serious commitment. 1. Cary Grant. Basically every movie. Cary Grant is one of the most statuesque and instantly recognizable actors of all time. And one of his most defining characteristics is undoubtedly his unique, implacable transatlantic accent. Though Grant was born in England, he moved to the US as a teenager, setting him on a path to eventually becoming a worldwide Hollywood icon. It's generally accepted that Grant's unique vocal register was actually a result of the actor consciously attempting to make himself sound more American and therefore more likely to win roles in... American films. This American-ish accent was combined with both the Cockney accent he used as a young performer and a spicing of his own native Bristol accent to create an amalgam accent quite unlike any other in Hollywood. It was a gamble that certainly paid off. And though Grant did occasionally trot out his questionable Cockney twang in films like Sylvia Scarlett and None But The Lonely Heart, his iconic faux accent basically became part of his brand for the remainder of his career.